0: Welcome to the official podcast of the Canberra
1: Raiders. So
2: close to the Raiders. And Party would be an
3: appropriate to score! Oh! He's
1: done, it! He's done it! Brought to you
0: by OAC Digital. Come join us as we go Behind, behind the Limelight. limelight. Hello and welcome to Behind the Limelight, the Raiders' official podcast thanks to OAC Digital. As you can see by our background this weekend, for those watching on the Raiders' website, uh, we are having a Meninga medal special as we head into week one of the finals. My name's Ben Pollock and I'm joined by the media team, Tom Logan and John Croyder. Happy finals week, gentlemen.
4: Happy finals to you too. It's good to be here.
0: This time last year was the grand final as well, wasn't it? Exactly right. One year ago this week, um, we were getting ready to... Run out onto ANZ Stadium uh, against the Roosters in the grand final. Different set of circumstances this year, obviously with the uh, the, the, the way that the competitions all happen this year. But uh, we get ready to kick off um, a finals campaign, a first consecutive finals campaign for a number of years as well. So really excited uh, to talk about that. We'll have a look at that and we'll also chat to all of our Meninga medal winners um, as well as all the award winners from the presentation uh, earlier this week. Looking forward to it, but first of all, let's go Around the Horn. Yeah, as we said, uh, plenty happening this week, the first week of the finals. We had the Meninga medal presentation last night, and uh, wasn't it great to see uh, Jack Whiten uh, pick up his first Meninga medal? I mean, he's uh, he's been runner-up uh, about four or five times, and for him to pick up that award for the first time uh, was a nice special moment for him.
4: Yeah, definitely well deserved. Uh, jack, since last year, from the since his transition from fullback to 5'8", jack Jack's been out. Well, Jack has been outstanding, and he's uh, continued to back up last year's performances again this year. Joshua Parley picking
0: up his fourth Meninga Medal, John. Um, that's just a remarkable achievement, and just shows what an important part of uh, this team he is.
5: Absolutely, and I think we've spoken many times how how important it was for him to step up with a lot of uh, Middles being injured and he did exactly that, he led the way and um, yeah, he's been an outstanding perf- performer for Meningham medals uh, three in a row, well deserved.
0: Yep, wonderful player and um, congratulations to both Jack and to Josh for picking up the main award at uh, this year's presentation. Uh, the coaches Award, uh, once again a very well received recipient in Ryan Sutton and uh, was a uh, I thought it was a nice touch. Ricky got a bit emotional there when he presented the award and I think it's just a bit of a build up from the fact that he feels um, so you know, disappointed for Sutter who's going to um, miss um, what looks like the majority of a, a final series and he'd only be a long shot to come back into the team uh, with that knee injury.
4: Yeah, that was well-deserved, that one. I think um, Rick did pretty well. He he didn't speak for very long because I think he was genuinely about to lose it, but what a player What a player! Ryan Sutton has been. His transformation since he first arrived here from Wigan has been unbelievable, and he's just a, he's a fantastic footballer, and I, I can't wait to see what he does in the future for the Green Machine.
0: Yeah, he's a wonderful player. Ryan Sutton, you know, I absolutely feel for him, and when he went down, uh, I was hoping for the best, um, but unfortunately, it looks like he's going to miss... Uh, at least three weeks, so you know, he could possibly be there if we're still around for the grand final. But we wish him all the best in his recovery. Uh, Sammy Valame, John, picking up the rookie of the year uh, once again, a well deserved award. I think he's played um, the most games out of all the people that have made their debut this year, and he's done a great job.
5: Yeah, plenty of competition for that award, too. As you said, like plenty of um, debutantes. Uh, I think it was seven um, NRL debuts for the club this year, which is a great. Achievement for the club and the junior pathways um, that we've got, but yeah, Semi Valame, um, fantastic. Just the last three games in particular. I know we've talked about him um, playing, having some really good moments, um, bouncing back from some um, some difficult moments in games. But I feel like the last couple of weeks, it's been he's got the confidence that he belongs in the NRL, and we're seeing that on the field. Uh, we've talked about last week the runaway try against the Warriors. That was a big lift while Jack was in the bin, and then. Last week, with a lot of rookies around him, uh, he really stepped up, and I think um, the most thankful person for him being in the team would be uh, Jarrett Sublu, who got his first hit up after Semi uh, convinced. Um, Sam – I don't think Sam Williams was captain at the time; I think he went off the field, but he um, got that captain's challenge right, which meant uh, Subby got his uh, got his hit up in the last minute of the game. So great to see Semi Valame, the big grin on his face, and uh, Brett White's um, when Brett White gave him the award. Yeah, I thought as that well. was
0: a wonderful touch um, for Whitey to. Presented to him in uh, his native language, and I asked Semi uh, this morning at the press conference whether or not uh, he got it right. And he said, "Why? He did a really good job with it." So, uh, well done to Semi again. Tanamous uh, Louie, the the Clubman of the Year, Tom, another award that's um, pretty high up there in terms of recognition at the club, and uh, goes to a guy who's you know really developed into one of the, the key leaders in this squad um, this season in particular.
4: Absolutely, and what a season he's had. Dynamis Louie has been in easily career-best form. He's been outstanding this year. He really led our forwards when we suffered a lot of injuries during, uh, I guess, mid, mid-season. Uh, him and Papa really sort of stepped up. Um, but, yeah, he's just the ultimate professional, and he's a true testament to, I guess, all those players out there that you know persistence just keep trying and hanging in there and do all the little one-percenters off the field, and it'll take you a long way.
5: I know it's for clubmen as well, but I just feel like with someone like Nami, I think often in professional sport, just across all sports, we can always get carried away with um, the age of a, of a player, but sometimes play, players take a little bit of time to develop the nuances and the um, the skill set within their game. And I just I agree that he's in career-best form and he's also – like I didn't realise, like he was saying, um, that like he cuts up video for the other fours and that as well. Like he is a real clubman.
0: Is he eligible for Queensland? He is. Yeah, he's in Maroon. Right. He's Get him. In 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 Maroon. Then. How is I'd, he not in the conversation?
4: Yeah. I don't. I, I don't know. That's but if I was whoever's whoever's coaching Queensland, if it's Kevy or Mal, I mean, you've got to be taking a look at him, honestly.
0: Yeah, that's right. I mean, and he's got that um, working combination with Josh Papali yeah. already as well. So it's probably the one position. The Queensland aren't struggling in is, is forwards, but, but yeah, but they've got rowers, a few out. They've, they've got th- a few out still. So they've got a few out of form ones. I, I think he's I think he's ahead of Dylan Napa in terms of um, and off of, off of as well. I think he's had yeah. way better seasons than both of those guys. There you go, dynamic Louis. For Queensland, let's get it going out there, Raiders fans.
5: I might actually not be hating Queensland in origin if he's in there with Papa. <laughs> oh, yeah, will make it difficult. I still won't be
4: going for them, but um,
0: be nice to see him play well if he gets selected. Uh, the final award, Matt, for welfare and education, uh, for a guy that had to wait all season for an opportunity to get one last week... Um, just shows that he's been able to focus his energy into something else outside of football and uh, and set himself up, self up for a career afterwards.
4: Yeah, definitely. Uh, Frawls is probably actually one of my favorite guys uh, to chat to uh, when he's away from the footy field. He's just a he's a guy who's got, you know, a lot of stories and has had sort of a really interesting life at such a young age and he's quite ambitious and wants to do uh, set himself set himself up well for post footy and you know, he's He's a great person to have at the club. Is it that his second degree as well? Because he said he finished um,
5: like finance and accounting, but he's also got something in. Um, he's got a
0: bachelor of TAB.
1: T- T- the tab. T- oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, he's a he's a great fella for all, so There's no doubt about that. Uh, signing news, re-signing news this week. Tom Starling extending his stay officially for two years. Uh, John, that's a huge boost for the club, um, particularly with um, Hodjo coming back next year. Um, it might take him a few games to um, get back to full um, match fitness. So to be able to have a guy like Starlow that they might be able to dual-share the role early in the season is a great thing.
5: Yeah, absolutely. I think Rick said it best. When he said in the, in the press conference, um, we've got Starlow as backup for Hojo, but he doesn't play like a backup. And he's been one of the emerging stars at the NRL, not just at the Raiders. He's been absolutely fantastic. He really um, stepped up again, on the weekend too, like that, um, that little uh, dummy then break and kick for Sam Williams. I think he, I think he got three tries this on the he weekend. He scored a try too. Yeah,
0: so no, he, had a, he I had couldn't a, keep up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he was, um, he was, yeah, definitely getting better and better with each game he plays. I think mean, he's played eleven games straight since he came into the side and. He's become a real key component of this team, and I just, um, I just love watching him play because, mm. um, he just offers something that's so different from most dummy halves in the league. So, uh, well done to Starlow for that two-year extension. Uh, the game this weekend is officially a sellout. How good is that? I think about nine thousand six hundred tickets went on sale, so crowd of about ten thousand. Wonderful to see that down there at Gio Stadium. So, congratulations to everyone who. Managed to get a ticket And our final news item this week Is the return of the milk To the front of the jersey for 2021 We're back Canberra milk on the jersey And um, a bit of nostalgia For uh, plenty of Raiders fans this week When they heard that announcement
4: Definitely Up the milk uh, How good does that um, jersey look With the old logo on the front That's outstanding uh, I, I want to uh, probably buy a few of those myself So um, yeah that's It's great news And uh, already looking forward to next season Yeah do they come in extra small? Yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it's It's great to see the milk back on board. And um, once again, um, you you can't take away from the fact that Huawei's done uh, nine Mm -hmm. years on front of the jersey and they've been wonderful partners and they'll be sticking with us uh, on the back of the jersey next year. But um, thanks to them once again and welcome back to Canberra Milk. Uh, Can't wait to see those jerseys next season. (laughs) Round 20 saw the Raiders, the Baby Raiders, 38 over the Sharks, 28 up there. Uh, at Nestrada Jubilee uh, Stadium on the weekend. And uh, a performance that uh, probably people didn't see coming, but if you were around the group last week, the energy levels and the excitement was definitely there, Tom. And um, it was always going to be a case if they got themselves in a position early where they could uh, maintain possession and score some points, they would have been right in the match. And that's exactly what happened.
4: Yeah, definitely. They got off to a great start as well. I don't think the Sharks actually touched the footy for about. <sighs> minutes maybe I think we probably even forced a couple of repeat sets during that time but yeah like you said the in the build-up to the game there was just once that team was named there was just a massive buzz you could just feel it radiating from the training ground into the offices and yeah what a performance probably my favorite win of the season so far
0: I think it was just a really good game John because um, the guys went out there not a lot of pressure on um, they knew that Um, The result probably wasn't the most uh, important thing. It was about the performance. And, um, you know, to see guys like Sam Williams, uh, Matt Frawley uh, get their opportunity in the halves, I mean, they both controlled that game um, absolutely perfectly and did a wonderful job and and gave Ricky a really good confidence that he's got some great players there waiting in the wings.
5: Yeah, absolutely. And I I disagree slightly there, actually. I think... um they wanted to finish fourth, so they when they were talking about it during the week, it's like we've got to win this game. Mm. This is the most important game outside of finals mm. for the Raiders. So they they were going in there with a the mindset of let's win this. Um, not, let's not worry just about a good performance. It's, we need to win too. And uh, yeah, you're right, Sam and Matt Froley. Like they completely different halves to George and Jack, but with all the enthusiasm and the hard running around them, it was really good to have those calm heads in in that side. I felt. Uh, Sam, just getting us those repeat sets early that you're talking about. Tom was fantastic. One of the guys that really impressed me though was um, Matt Tomoko. Like his mm. hard running, he showed like a little um, inexperience a couple of times where he tried to push the pass when it wasn't on. But just his running, um, his offloads, he was damaging. Um, really good performance. And I felt like the guys who made their debuts earlier in the year, where uh, they got limited minutes or um, just a couple of chances. In this side, they felt like they were some of the more experienced heads, and I feel like all of them—Kai, Harley, um, Matt, and then obviously Semi Valame—they um, were just all fantastic. I reckon
0: Kai O'Donnell was fantastic. Um, mm. He came on and uh, he ran the ball harder than anybody else on the field. The way that he charged into the line, uh, rewarded for his effort with his first NRL try, um, and just you know backed it up was a really solid performance. So he's another player that you know comes into calculation that he could come. Uh, into a finals game and, and get a really solid 20 minutes out of him somewhere. If you needed someone to come on and and um, and just do some go go hell for leather basically for 20 minutes, so it was great to see him. Uh, and I thought Harley did a great job, as you mentioned, uh, John. He scored his first NRL try. There's so many highlights in that game. Mm. It was just hard to keep up with everything that was going yeah. on. The only the only low light obviously was the injury to Ryan Sutton, um, and that probably took a little bit of shine off the loss oh, off the win. Sorry, because. Um, you know, he was playing so well uh, this season, and you know, was playing so well the other night, and then to, to to get that injury at that time was just so disappointing for him.
5: I'm absolutely gutted for him, but he's just so determined. Like, I think nearly anyone in the um, the medical industry would say, that, yeah, MCL, that's six to eight weeks. That's what um, all our club doctors are saying. And he's just like, I'm I'm going to make sure I do everything possible. Just if there's that slim chance to get back. If the Rays are in a chance for a grand final um, berth, he's just so determined, and I really love that attitude about him. I really hope he can get back onto the field because, um, yeah, I'm gutted for him as well. It's a,
0: it's a definitely a cultural thing for me. Like that to hear players talking about, um, you know, doing everything they can to possibly get there for the team and and do it for their teammates, and then to hear. Um, the disappointment from his from his senior teammates um, about how much they're going to miss him and and what he means to the team it just shows that the tight bond that the group has tom and mm. um, and ma- that every part of this um, puzzle is just as important as each other
4: yeah definitely i like it's it's terrible for Sato but you know, he, he said last night when he received the coach's award, he said, you know, boys, I'm, I'm going to rehab the hell out of this injury and, you know, we'll see what happens. And it's just, you know, it's great to see um, him in a positive mood like that. But um, like you said, there's just a great camaraderie around the team and, um, you know, it's going to go a long way.
0: All right, Baby Raiders back on the bench. Time to bring out the big guns once again. And we see nine players return to the Raiders' line-up this weekend for the first finals game against the Sharks at GIO Stadium. As we mentioned, it's a sellout; uh, They've sold out of the 10,000 or nine, thereabouts tickets as we head into this game. And uh, great to see everybody freshened up. And, and once again, uh, that energy has been lifted this week um, with those guys getting the opportunity to get themselves right in a season, as we've mentioned, where there's no been no buys, there's been no opportunity to, to really rest anyone up until last weekend. So um, the guys will be ready to go for this one.
5: Yeah, I think um, Ricky's decision has definitely been vindicated. We won the game, we finished fifth. Um, and now we're in a position where it doesn't matter um, where we've finished, it's we're both on level terms, us and the Sharks. Whoever wins goes, goes through to, to the next round. So do or die, it's, it's why, why we love footy.
0: Yep, finals experience um, plays a part um, for me. I think that uh, the, the way that the team went through last year's final series and got themselves into the grand final... Um, shows a battle hardened at this time of the year they come up against a dangerous shark side though Tom um, with plenty of experience of their own the likes of Wade Graham Andrew Fafida Chad Townsend makes his return from suspension this weekend all guys that have been involved in big games before and they'll be down here with a point to prove
4: Yeah, I've actually been, it's come across my mind quite a lot this week, just uh, the talk of experience and how it'll help you in finals and I think our experience will really sort of help from what we endured last season, but also the Sharks, you know, they've got a lot of players in their side that have had that grand final and winning experience as well, but they're a different side. Uh, I'm still uh, confident, but um, yeah, it's going to be quite a good clash. Yeah, and... um Obviously, they've brought in some of their their big guns back, so they've got a lot more
5: strike in their back line. They've got um, the likes of Jesse Ramey and Josh Dugan mm. and uh, Sienna Katoa. So that's a, a much stronger back line already. And then for them, they've moved uh, Wade Graham out of the halves yep. back into the second row. So I think that gives them a much stronger side mm. on paper. But the way that both sides have been performing um, throughout the year, if we've uh, got the right attitude and we play aggressive through the middle and earn our right to mm. play... Um, I think I think we should win this, but um, you never want to be taking any um, yeah. any of these teams. Um, can't take them lightly. You can't take them lightly they because they deserve to be in the eight. They mm-hmm.
0: definitely won't be getting too far ahead of themselves, and they've got a coach in Ricky Stewart who's been around long enough not to let them do that. Um, so the focus definitely is on winning this game and, and, <clears throat> and winning this game only. So um, as you've mentioned, through the middle is is probably where this game will be won because it's going to set up – uh, any opportunity that teams have to um, come in and make an impact. So uh, looking at the Raiders' side, Josh Papali, Danamus, Louie, Joe Tarpenny, all named to start the game. Um, I mean, in terms of a middle unit, uh, uh, Tom, there probably wouldn't be um, many other teams that would have that sort of strength in that starting sort of three middle unit players to, to kick a game
4: off. Yeah, I'm actually really looking forward to the, the the battle of the forwards this week. I think we've got, obviously we know how good we are, but obviously... The Sharks, I think putting uh, Wade Graham back in the back row is going to be really good for the Sharks, but I'm, I'm confident. And I'll, I believe that we have the best back row in the NRL and I'm confident that they can get the job done there. The reason why I like our middle so
5: much is we I reckon we're also probably the best defensive middle. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard um, Dan Amos-Louis talk about, I can't remember after what game it was, it might have been the Titans, um, talking about not letting teams go through our front door. Mm-hmm. And while when you're looking on the TV, you often see just because of the way the camera angles are and everything like that, you, you often see um, the damaging runs, um, the great offloads, things like that, but it's the, the defence of our um, middle unit which I'm most impressed with, and that's where I think we've got the edge over um, Sharks, like um, Heminglon Ueli and Andrew Fofito, absolutely damaging ball carriers. But I think it's in defence where we can get them, we can catch them out a bit, mm. and that's where we caught them out on the weekend with our younger with our younger raiders as well.
0: Yeah, a, a couple of guys that I'm looking forward to seeing um, where they come into this game are. Uh, Hudson Young and also mm. Corey Harawira-Naira. Obviously with no Ryan Sutton, um, the, the burden will be on those guys to play more minutes because um, Sutter's been a huge contributor for us so far this year. Uh, also Sia um mm. after getting some valuable minutes uh, last weekend against the Sharks, um, he was pretty gassed in his first stint but I thought his second stint when he came back onto the field Um, He just got back into the rhythm and and showed us what he's capable of. So um, to have that not only starting uh, middle unit but those guys coming off the bench uh, Mm. and throw Saliba Havili into the mix as well, I mean, that's a a pretty strong bench.
5: That's awesome. Oh, it's incredibly strong. And what you're saying about C is absolutely right. Like, he was really good in his second stint. What about that – I can't remember who made the line break, but he chased them down and and – And saved pretty much a certain It's
0: almost Josh Papali, yes. Was it it Will Kennedy, the fullback? I think it was Will Kennedy, actually, yeah. Put that on a pair of budgie
5: smugglers. (laughs) I think
0: uh, think Cook had him... Adam Cook um, was coming at him from the front position, but Mm. Sia chased him from behind and put that pressure on him. So it enabled Cookie to to help make that tackle. So, um, yeah, no, Sia Soliola, experienced campaigner. Great also to see Michael Oldfield back in the 21. That's probably gone a little bit unnoticed, but um, Oldie now fully recovered from that thumb injury and gives us a player... Um, with experience um, mm. and also a fair bit of skill uh, to potentially come into this team if needed.
4: Great quality f- uh, first-team player that, you know, he can he can come in and fill pretty much almost any position in the back five and that's that's a massive boost. A bit like sort of the return of Sia coming back as well. That's a massive boost to our back line heading into the business end.
1: All right,
0: I think uh, somebody got a prediction right last week, wasn't yes. it? Was it-
4: I, I, I had Sammy for a try. Had Sammy so for a try. I'm, I'm, finally off.
0: There you go. You're off the nudie. Room. Well done. Yeah, Only good. taking you 20 rounds to get one right. So, <laughs> congratulations. Uh, what have you got for us this week?
4: Uh, I've just got a feeling that uh, I'm going to go with one where I think the birthday boy, John Bateman, is going to go full Bateman and have an absolute <laughs> blinder against the Sharks. So he's probably going to bully someone and probably cross over for a, a try himself.
0: Yeah, well, you've got to remember that um, every game um, from now on is potentially yeah, John he's... Bateman's last game in the NRL. So he's he's going to go out there and, and just yeah. absolutely give it everything.
5: Yeah, well, I was actually thinking something similar, but I'm going to his uh, back road partner, Elliot Whitehead. I just think... He's going to be dirty that he missed out on playing last week. He hates not playing. Could have missed out on a Meninga medal. You never know. Uh, I reckon he's going to grab grab a try. The the former Bradford Bulls are going to go full bull.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go for something based on what you said, John. In terms of that ruck, uh, sorry, that middle defence. I think that that's where the Sharks are a little bit vulnerable. Um, and we saw it last week. We scored a couple of tries close to the line from crash balls and also from dummy half. So I see Tom Starling um, sneaking over for another one of those little dummy half mm. tries this weekend uh, to, to, to um, probably you know, you know, cap off another really strong performance from him. Well, as we mentioned at the top of the show this week, it is the Meninga medal special. We had the stream of the event uh, on the uh, Raiders Facebook page and now the replay is available on raiders.com.au if you want to go and check out uh, the whole presentation from that evening. But uh, it's time now to hear from all of our winners and hear how they experienced uh, the night that was.
3: Well, the Jeff Caldwell Welfare and Education Award went to Matt Frawley. the uh, first year back at the club and great to pick up an award for the hard work you're doing off the field.
6: Yeah, that's right mate, yeah, obviously it's, it's nice to pick up an award and um, yeah, I think I said it uh, when I got the award, it's, um, with COVID and the year we've had, I've, I've had plenty of time off the field to um, you know, pursue those sort of things off the field for um, you know, things I want to do after footy, so um, yeah, it's nice to get recognised for that and um, yeah, happy to pick the award up.
3: Give us a quick rundown of what you're actually doing.
2: Yeah,
6: so I um, just completed a diploma in mor- in finance and mortgage breaking. Um, so yeah, I've got I've, I've got that diploma now, and um, I'm doing a, a little bit of part time work for um, a mortgage breaking firm up in Sydney, Shaw Home Loan. So um, yeah, earning plenty, and um, it's a bit of a you know something I probably didn't expect to be in um, you know a couple of years ago, but. Got an interest, interest in finance and, and property, and um, you know it was a good opportunity when, when it came up to, to jump onto it.
3: Talking about opportunities, you had the opportunity to play your first game uh, for the Green Machine in the NRL last weekend. Uh, tell us about that experience. Yeah, it was awesome, mate.
6: Yeah, it was really good. Obviously, um, you know it was nice to to get the win and to cap the week off with a win. It would have been um, you know pretty disappointing not to um, you know finish on a high there. And um, yeah, as I said. You know, last week it was um, you know dream come true playing, playing first grade for the Raiders, and um, you know I was really happy and proud of all the boys who got their opportunity, and um, you know, I think that's you know really good for the club moving forward.
3: And for yourself for a lot of the guys that played in that game last weekend, it's now about just doing what you've been doing, training hard, and, and just putting your name up in the frame if, you, if you're required. Yeah, that's right, mate.
6: Yeah, obviously, you know anything anything can happen in the next four weeks. Hopefully. We've got four weeks to go um, you know, to, to win the comp, so yeah, you, you just got to stay ready. And um, I think you know, it's good that we we got the game under our belt. So if if we are called upon, we, we've had some footy. So um, yeah, hopefully, you know, for, for the team's sake that we know no injuries, but but if there is an opportunity, um, I think any, anyone, any of us are, are going to be ready for it.
3: Well, mate, congratulations uh, on your season so far and uh, for winning that award title. Sweet, thanks, Ben. Two twenty. Club Person of the Year is Dynamis
2: Louis. Uh, another wonderful accolade for you, mate. and something you can be really proud of. Yeah, uh, most definitely. Um, yeah, uh, Deco said uh, when he was presenting the awards, there's um, you know, some names there um, you know, that uh, that really should be respected, and um, you know, they some elite names on the uh, on the trophy. And uh, yeah, I'm just very you know, privileged and honoured to be a part of that uh, that list now. So.
3: To be a club person of the year means you're not only doing great things on the field, but you're doing great things off the field around the playing group. And it's a reflection of who you
2: are as a person. That must be a special moment for you as well. Yeah, um, I've said it a couple of times. You know, our team uh, It's made up uh, you know, full of uh, boys, full of leadership. And um, I think with uh, all the injuries um, that we've had this year, you know, a lot of us guys had to really step up and, um, you know, I was, I was happy to you know do whatever um, the team needed me to do, and um, you know whether that was you know, cut more video or um, do more presentations or you know uh, anything to do uh, to help the boys around the club. I was happy to do so. Um, yeah, it's just uh, it's really easy um, having to do that with uh, this group of boys that we have here.
3: What does it mean to you to be you know looked at as a leader? Uh, amongst the group now that you've been here for a few seasons and you, you obviously play alongside some, some wonderful leaders I uh, Joe Croker Josh Hodgson Josh Papali Jack White and, and you're up
2: there with that mm-hmm. sort of group yeah um, I think it's just something that happens over time um, yeah, with Hodger and Sia going down um, two of our, our main leaders um, we needed more boys to step up and um, like I said I was happy to to do that and um, yeah it does make it a lot easier when you have, have Tula and uh, Pup's there as well and um, yeah all these, all these boys around me, helping me and supporting me as well. So.
3: Mate, congratulations on leading the club person here. It's a huge honour to pick this one up and uh, wish you all the best for the rest of the season. Cheers, thank you. Uh, Semi Valerwane, uh, you've picked up the 2020 Rookie of the Year. In a list of 11 players that made their club debut, you must feel very honoured. Yeah,
2: it's
3: messy for me. Um, I can't believe I, I made it. Yeah. You've got that wonderful family support that's been able to get you to where you are today. I'm sure that there's a lot of people back home that'll be really proud of this. Yeah, they really have. Now, if they find out, I like um, I'm getting the, I'm winning the uh, Rookie of the Year. And what about your uh, opening to the season? You had the opportunity to come in um, and make your debut, and you've gone on to play about six or seven games now, and, and you're heading into your first finals game this weekend. How are you feeling? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel right now, but yeah, it's massive for me, uh, massive year for me. Um, I didn't. I didn't even know that I'm going to make my annual debut. So yeah, it's really massive. Well, mate, congratulations on the Rookie of the Year and good luck uh, for the finals this weekend. Thank you. Well the 2020
1: Coaches Award winner is Ryan Sun. a uh, reward for a wonderful season for you mate, you must be pretty proud. Yeah, of course I am. Um, there's no uh, bigger accolade than your coach giving you a, an award, uh, especially one as good as that, so I'm um, really, um, really happy that Sticky chose me. Um, like I said, it has been, it's been a good season but it's also been a tough season, I've got to work pretty hard to, to get to the position where I am. Uh, so yeah, I really pre- appreciate uh, Sticky giving me the, uh, the award.
3: You're probably obviously a bit disappointed at the moment because of the injury last weekend, but putting that aside, you've had a wonderful season, and and you probably feel now you belong uh, in this competition.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. Obviously, what happened at the weekends, um, it's not good, but it's not done yet. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna work as hard as I can to um, to try and get back before the finals. Well you know, i have got more more than confident that the boys can can get us there, and um, and yeah, it's. Um, Obviously, I had a bit of a disruptive start to the to the season, and the friend they obviously got suspended for, for shoulder charging, and the the boys that before they got injured were obviously in really good form, and you know it was a, a tough team to get into, and I was just working as hard as I could to try and uh, better myself week in week out, and you know unfortunately we have had that situation this year where we have had injuries and the COVID 19s happened and whatnot, so we've had a lot of disturbances, and um, yeah, it's just about you know the way the way I've approached myself is just working hard and not taking the day for granted.
3: Ricky said all year that he thought, thinks that the middles have been the, the players that have been able to keep this team together. Is that a way you guys have discussed it and felt the way things have been going this year?
1: Yeah, I think, I think you look at a middle pack and any team, I think they're, they're the real foundation to any team. And um, we have had a lot of distru- disturbances around that middle with um, losing Hodgie, Sia, Emre, House, uh, but we've also had good young players that have come in and the players that have been taking a, a big step up has um, really helped. I think. We, we've had a lot, a lot more meetings as middle part this year about you know staying, staying together and making sure that whatever we do is all together and it's really worked and we're, we're a real family here and it, it, you know, I'm just happy that I'm a part of it.
3: Well mate, congratulations on picking up the award and like you said, um, the season's not over before yet you you're working really hard to get yourself back into the team and, and get yourself hopefully uh, there on the grand final day. Definitely,
1: thank you very much.
3: One of our 2020 Benignan medalists is Jack Whiten. Uh, Jack, I think you've run second five times in this award. What was the feeling like when you finally heard your name read out? Yeah,
7: mate, I'm, I'm buzzing um, to to have the uh, to, to receive this award and um, the respect of your peers and your brothers Tidin', you know what I mean? And it, it means
3: heaps. You said that in the in the presentation, uh, that obviously you know, getting this award is recognition from the guys that you go into battle with every week. Is that uh, something special for you?
7: Yeah, that's what it's all about. You know, we, we spend a long time a lot of pre-seasons together and get flogged together and we, we, we go to battle every week for each other. and uh, yeah, So to get recognised by them boys that I, I share the path with and nearly my whole life with, you know, to be fair, apart from when I go home, it's it's a massive honour. And not only to share it um, for the first time, but to share it with
3: Joshua Parley, who's won this award four times. Uh, it must be great um, just to have a special moment with someone that you've played so much football with.
7: Yeah, it's massive. Um, I still remember walking into Raiders on my first day and Josh's first day, you know, and coming together and he was a little scared kid from Brisbane, I was a scared kid from Orange and uh, we linked up straight away and uh, we've been together ever since so it makes on even more more special. You know, I, I've always uh, respected the man Josh is and the leader he is in our team and uh, to achieve the award with him, um, I'm very happy. Over the past two seasons you've, you've achieved some wonderful things. you've played State of Orange you've played
3: New Country, you've won the club <coughs> Churchill
7: medal in a grand final. Where does this rank amongst those achievements? That's right up there, mate. Uh, as I said before, I didn't say it lightly, it's, it's one of my highest achievements. Um, this is my life down here in Canberra and um, day in, day out. So it means a lot to get this award um, after a long year, especially being a tough year of so many ups and downs. Uh, it's sugar on the cake, I think. Well, mate, congratulations and uh, good luck
3: with the rest of the season.
7: Thank you, brother.
8: Well,
3: Josh Barley, uh, it seems Meninga medal night and yourself go hand in hand. This is your third consecutive and your fourth Meninga medal. Uh, where does
8: this one rank uh, amongst those honours? Yeah, Benny, it's, uh, you know, obviously up there with with the previous years. And, um, you know, I think receiving this year's one, it uh, means a bit more than than, uh, you know, the others just because you're uh, Uh, You've done it and you've won it beside, you know, next to someone I've started my career with, uh, Jack Wyden. And, um, you know, we go back to 2009 when I first moved down, we played SG Board together and uh, to share this award with Jack, it um, means a lot.
3: It must be a special moment because of that reason to, you know, to see this guy, Jack Mm -hmm. Wyden, who's gone and I think he's ranked second five times. And then uh, you've been able to share this moment with him uh, this afternoon. This is a, a pretty special thing.
8: Yeah it's um yeah obviously Jack's been a, a great player for a long time and um you know to always see his name up there it's um uh, you know it's always a special honor to be recognized by your peers and um yeah Jack's always been uh, a bit unlucky uh, with these kind of awards and um yeah to to finally see him receive one at uh, yeah, like I said before, it's a massive honour to, to share this award with, um, with Jack and, um, you know, to start our careers together and hopefully finish it together um, at this great club. It, uh, yeah, means a lot.
3: Personally for you, it's been another big year uh, in really tough circumstances, as we all know, but you've been able to continue your form. You've re-signed a new deal with the club, you've picked up the fourth Benignan medal. It just must feel like such a great honour to represent this club.
8: Yeah, it does, Benny, it's, um, you know, this club means a lot to me and, uh, you know, I had my chances and uh, to to go elsewhere, but, um, you know, I chose to stay and uh, stay faithful to the green and, um, you know, I think those, those fruits are bearing at the moment and, um, you know, a lot of hard work goes behind the scenes and, um, you know, I think my form uh, over the past years have uh, started to get better and to, secure um, you know a few more years with the club it's always special so uh, you know I can't thank the the club enough and hopefully uh, play some some good footy coming up
3: well mate all the best of luck for the upcoming final series we know you guys will rip it and give it all your best and hopefully get one better
8: this year I hope so thank you very much
0: Well there it is, all the award winners are very happy and very well deserved as well and thanks to the football department for allowing us to uh, broadcast that into your living rooms uh, earlier in this week. It was great to, to have that experience and uh, if you want to check out the replay you can have a look at raiders.com.au and uh, watch everything that unfolded on the night. We will see you next week because we're going to beat the Sharks on Saturday night at GIO Stadium. Check, catch you then.